On today's episode of Recur Now, we are all about e-commerce. We have a list of podcasts for the e-commerce crew out there, plus to check out hosts a webinar and rewind partners with big commerce to bring you a Black Friday playbook. All this and more is on tap for today. From ProfitWells Boston HQ, it is Wednesday, October 9th. I'm Abby Sullivan. And I'm Grace Gagnon. It's a beautiful day to subscribe. Up first, your Daily Digest. Shout out Melissa Presti. She's at it again. She's from Jungle Scout and compiled a list of 13 e-commerce podcasts that you need to listen to. Yeah, she's literally done all of the work for us. And she's found hosts whose opinions she says she's grown to trust. There's so much content out there. It's overwhelming from podcasts to news articles to blogs, even TV shows. So personally, I love lists like this because they lead me in the right direction of what I should be listening to. Uh, I peeped through the list and I had my eye on the side hustle show by Nick Loper. He basically gives a rundown for aspiring entrepreneurs. But I'm curious, Abby, what was your favorite? Mm, So I was especially digging the My Wife Quit Her Job podcast with Steve Chow. So she quit her job. The title leaves a little to be desired. I'm curious to know more. What's that one all about? Well, in 2007, he and his wife started their own online store. But the reason I'm extra into it is because it's all about small business entrepreneurs who are nailing it online. And all of the entrepreneurs featured on the show have actually bootstrapped their businesses and started their own ventures to improve their lifestyle in one way or another. Okay, I love the familiarity of all of this, especially since ProfitWell is a bootstrap startup. Can't wait to give this one a listen. And of course, we'll include a list of these in your Recur Now newsletter, so you can check them out too. And moving on to check out an online payment processing system is hosting a webinar on October 24th with conversion optimization expert Shannon McLeod to run down the essentials of conversion optimization. Mark your calendars. It sounds pretty cool. And if your ears happen to be perked, the online session will feature how to optimize for revenue per visitor or cart conversion rate, the difference between A-B testing and before and after testing, and the things you'll want to test to maximize revenue like product pages, shopping cart templates, cart flow, checkout forms, and more. Check out the site to see what time they'll be live in your part of the world. And finally, we're seeing Rewind, automatic backups of a lot of the apps you use daily, partners with Big Commerce to bring you an e-commerce Black Friday playbook of sorts. So what does this mean exactly? Well, we know the holiday season is absolutely nuts. From Thanksgiving turduckins to Black Friday brawls and partridges and pear trees, shopping is just one of the lingering to-dos on the horizon. So Rewind and Big Commerce are dropping what they call the e-commerce expert's guide to Black Friday Cyber Monday. In the form of, what else? An ebook. Supposedly, this one's for those looking to get your site prepped and secured for higher volume, increase conversion, test out shipping and packaging suggestions, check out international sales strategies. But it feels like there's always a rampage to amp it up during the holidays. But what about the rest of the year? Shouldn't we be eyeing these practices of pricing all year long? Or do you think it's useful to pay closer attention during the November to January season, per se? We're keen to hear what you think here. If you're interested, you can download the ebook before the holiday madness really does ensue. Although those holidays Halloween vibes are already on the table, so it's safe to say we've commenced. If you do decide to dig into the ebook, hit me up at abby at recurnow.com to let me know if you do find it useful. All right, that's it for your subscription news for today. Up next, Abby's breaking down the book Lost and Founder in this segment of the ProfitWell Book Club. We digested Rand Fishkin's field guide to the startup world from cover to cover, so you don't have to. 
are the days where you had to slog away for a decade, climbing up the corporate ladder to find success. The startup boom proves that anybody can grow a lucrative business, but that doesn't mean there are shortcuts. It takes more than a can-do attitude and a garage to work in to become a successful startup founder. On today's ProfitWell Book Club, I dive deep into Lost and Founder, written by Rand Fishkin of Moz and Spark Toro, who outlines the path to success in the startup world as well as the pratfalls. Lost and Founder, at its core, reinforces the idea that startup life can sound like the fast track to success, but shouldn't be confused with a get-rich-quick scheme. In it, Fishkin drives home four key points. Point number one. Build a strong foundation with a great product that fills a real need. As a startup, you're going against some heavy hitters. If your company is going to stack up, you need to do it differently and do it better. Market research is a great place to start. You don't want to pour your blood, sweat, tears, and money into a product that already exists or nobody wants. Point number two. The venture capital route may be appealing at first, but there are strings. There is so much initial investment required for a startup to get off the ground. You have your research and development costs, marketing and production, not to mention potential compensation for your own time. Everyone wants a silent partner with deep pockets to cushion the blow if things go wrong, but that is rarely how venture capital turns out. The benefits of investors are obvious, but beware, there are constraints. Point number three, you're only as good as your team. It's easy to get lost in the numbers when planning your business's future, but consider how much does your own mental state affect your leadership capabilities? Do you have a diverse staff with a healthy work dynamic? Are you transparent enough in your communication? What are the avenues for advancement within your company? And is the pathway to promotion clear and attainable? Answering those questions can have as real of an impact on your business as anything. Point number four. Smart startups eschew growth hacks for what really matters, keeping customers happy. Margins are thin for a business in the early stages of development, it's true. Steer away from growth hacks and minimum viable products if you plan on having a sustainable business. A lot has changed in the business environment in the past several decades, but some things remain the same. Quality products and building brand trust wins the day. So, do you need to read Lost and Founder? Maybe I'm biased because I'm a big Fishkin fan, but Lost and Founder is another one of those books we give to each of our team members. It provides a refreshingly transparent look into the world of founders and the teams that are shaped by them. If you feel like you're set with the above, skip ahead, but listen on for an extended take. We digested Lost and Founder from cover to cover, so you don't have to. All right, so let's dig a bit deeper into each one and see what we can unpack from Fishkin's take. Point number one, build a strong foundation with a great product that fills a real need. Here's a not-so-fun statistic. Only 5% of all startups see a return on investment. The ones that do, however, cash in big. How can you ensure that your business is part of that 5%? Lots of time, lots of effort, and tons of dedication. There are a few ways you can hedge your bets. One is extensive market research so that once you're ready to launch your product, you know people will be lining up to buy. Take Airbnb, for example. In a climate where you can find anything you need online from a variety of retailers, relying on a travel agency just didn't make sense anymore. Your other option for finding vacation rentals online was to do some sleuthing, often through sites like Craigslist, that were not built for the purpose exclusively. In addition, to being less than secure. Airbnb saw a need and created a platform that was easier to use and better for customers than anything existing. You can also look at Uber and Yelp, who looked at the frequency of the search terms taxi and restaurant, respectively, to find out what customers were looking for. Market research is a labor-intensive process, but is more likely to lead to a startup with staying power. Point number two. The venture capital route may be appealing at first, but there are strings. 
The financial security of venture capital is appealing and sometimes necessary for sustained growth. However, don't let the moniker angel investor fool you. Nothing in life is free and all investments come with some kind of hang up. Your performance will be tied to investor expectations and what they need to see for a return on investment. Expect to feel pressure to meet sales goals and sustain growth. If your investors do not see you meeting their goals, don't be surprised if they take action like pushing for high strategies that can have unforeseen consequences long term or even your removal as CEO. Essentially, if you got into the startup game because you were tired of answering to a boss and wanted freedom to run things how you'd like, seriously consider if the venture capital route is for you. Point number three. You're only as good as your team. Launching a startup is a big undertaking, and you cannot do it alone. Having a team that supports your vision, that feels like they're part of something big, can be a lifeline when things get rocky. Working for a startup is riskier than a 9-to-5 at an established conglomerate. They're trusting you with their future success, so the least you can do as a CEO is be transparent and trust them with the truth. If a team member is failing to perform, take action and suggest further mentoring. If financial difficulties become a pressing issue, which they often do in a startup, be honest. It can be the push they need to go the extra mile, and if cutbacks need to happen, nobody feels blindsided. The makeup of your team is crucial to your success, too. Know yourself, know your shortcomings, and fill those gaps with the right people. In addition, don't be afraid to include your team in those soul-searching conversations, because at the end of the day, you are all on the same side. A company that celebrates diversity and embraces different viewpoints is proven to perform better financially. Make sure you listen to every voice and encourage advancement within the company with clear-cut opportunities as unique as your team. Point number four. Smart startups eschew growth hacks for what really matters keeping customers happy. There's no denying that the world of startups moves incredibly fast. The world is your market. There's no testing out your product in a mom and pop shop first to work out the kinks. Barreling ahead to outpace the competition is tempting, but a smart founder knows when to slow down. Building strong customer relationships takes time. If you launch with a minimum viable product, you risk alienating customers from your brand. Yes, releasing a bare-bones version of your full product can help you collect feedback on what customers are missing and recoup some initial investment, but the risk usually outweighs the benefit. If you paid money for a subpar product, would you go back to the brand six months from now and spend more money on an improved version or just take your business elsewhere? That same forethought needs to be applied to your marketing strategy. Yes, growth hacks can boost sales in the short term, but consider the long-term effects. Will you be able to continually improve your product when all your customers and their issues come in one burst? Will you always think to plan for the future when the balance sheet looks pretty good in the moment? The point is that as much as the business world has changed, it's remained the same. Fishkin reminds us that sustained effort, rejecting shortcuts, and consistency are the only pathways to successful business. Again, maybe I'm biased because I'm a big Fishkin fan, but Lost and Founder provides a refreshingly transparent look into the world of founders and the teams that are shaped by them. So let us know what you think, founder or not. Hang out with us next time and let us know if you have a book you want us to break down. You can send it over to abby at recurnow.com or tag us on social with hashtag recurnow and we will get it on the list. Name Your Price is a game in which players are prompted with questions of monetary value. I'm going to go with half a million. $100. <laughs> 300 bucks a month. 100000 $5,000. <laughs> I'm saying 500 k Tomorrow, we're asking our team, how much would I have to pay you to let our CEO read your Slack? Find this and more like it on recurnow.com. And your October 9th episode is a go. Remember, if you have news you want to share, send it over to me at abby at recurnow.com and we'll collaborate. We want to feature our neighbors in the space so we're all in the know. Until tomorrow. 